What were you gonna bring up? Uh, I saw Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Yeah, that's saw, what it was. Yeah, I saw Mean Girls finally. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you say I, finally, like it's been waiting to happen. It has. It has because uh, like it's inevitable that you everyone will eventually watch Mean Girls. Everyone will well, eventually see Mean Girls. Yes. Well, from from my part, it was it was one of those movies that I apparently am quoting an awful lot because of internet memes. You know, like you see that picture of like, stop trying to make this happen. It's not going to happen. You know those pictures. Oh, so you keep trying to make fetch happen? Yeah, yeah, like that. And that's that's one actually from the movie. But I so I and, pe- and every time I, it would come up, and they're like, oh, Mean Girls. I'm like, oh, is is that Mean Girls? And they look at me like I'm crazy. Uh huh. And I, you know, so as time goes on, I, there are like moments where I'm like quoting this movie without actually having seen the movie, and. People started giving me a hard time about it. I said, how can you not have seen Mean Girls? It's the greatest movie ever. Because I actually really like Tina Fey. I really like Tina Fey's work. I just never got around to seeing it. And it became kind of a running joke for me. Sort of like how, for the longest time, I would never eat at Cafe Brazil. Just because I just hadn't done it. And it kind of became a running gag that I, did, I just hadn't done it yet. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm familiar with that kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I haven't done it, but everyone else has. And um, anyway, so... The one there was one time I was going to watch it, and I was like, "Let's bring it up on Netflix." And Mean Girls two, what? Yeah, that's how Netflix works. Every time you look for a movie on there, you find one to five sequels of that movie, but not the one you want to see. You, you might find like sequel like two and five. Yes, Universal Soldier one, three, eighteen. And four aren't. Yes. So anyway, yeah, Mean Girls wasn't on there. I don't know what this. You're making a gesture at me. <laughs> that's that looks me very trying lewd. to say. Can you get closer to the bike? Uh, the back <laughs> of the chair thingy isn't very close. Uh, I've got the lapel mic. I can yeah. do whatever I want. Do I need to get you a lapel mic? <sighs> or more closer chair, maybe. That's why I got this table. Maybe this will work. <laughs> All that to I, say, uh, I eventually I was sitting there uh, like two, three nights ago. Finally watched the movie. It was actually on Netflix. They put the first one back on, I guess. And it was good. I loved it. It was great. I felt like I had seen most of it because I was I had knew knew so many quotes from it. Uh-huh. But all the reason I brought it up was not because, hey, I finally saw Mean Girls look at me. Uh I was <laughs> it was at the end of the movie, the very end of the movie, the very last song in the soundtrack, like right before the credits start rolling, is the exact same song. They use at the end of Mortal Kombat. Orbital Halcyon. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it was. I just thought it was oddly appropriate, having now seen the movie, because it was a bunch of girls fighting throughout the movie in their own way, and also Mortal Kombat. Uh huh. And at the end, uh, Lindsay Lohan finds her animality. Yes. <laughs> Meth. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> Her, her, her animality is Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> she, she just turns into an into a drughead that just, runs people over. Is, yeah, but actually, that actually is kind of appropriate for the movie. Is that what happens in Mean Girls too? I haven't seen Mean Girls too. Oh, okay, it might still be on Netflix. I I would be really happy if the parallels between Mean Girls and Mortal Kombat the movies continued through the sequels. So, so that it was Mean Girls 2 Annihilation 
<laughs> they suddenly replace the the actress who played uh, um, Katie. Kate is Katie, not Caddy. Yeah, the joke was it was Caddy. The actress who played Kate is just mysteriously replaced with this other guy. Uh huh. And at the very beginning, they kill like one of the other characters. Yeah. Um, and then one of them gets turned into a cyborg. Yeah the the girl the girl who got hit by the bus comes back as a cyborg. <laughs> Oh man, I'm going to be really disappointed in Mean Girls too. <laughs> I, I'm really hoping that was actually a thing because I remember searching for it and I saw a sequel uh-huh. and I thought it was Mean Girls too. I'm not sure Mean Girls two is real. Can I, I should probably check on that? But I I I, I, I swear Netflix right. had one and there was like a was like a cheesy like some other studio got the rights to the IP and then made it. It, it, it almost certainly wasn't. An official real sequel. It's not canon, right? It's it's the extended universe. Of yeah, it's mean extended. Girls. U- <laughs> mean Girls it's, EU. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's the uncanny Mean Girls. It's a different. There you go. The uh, oh no, what do they call? What do they call? Uh, all those weird like uh, alternate origin stuff for like Spider Man and the X Men now. Uh, the I don't know. I know that there's like the Spider Verse. No, not the Spider Verse. <laughs> we talked about that last time, I think. I too. think so. No, it's like the one uh, Ultimate. That's what it is. Oh, mean it's, it's Mean Girls Ultimate or Ultimate Mean Girls? <laughs> Ultimate Mean Girls. Yeah. Ultimate Mean Girls. Okay. There you go. Yeah, and Netflix does, in fact, have Mean Girls and Mean Girls Two on currently. Oh, uh, you know, I'm watching that tonight. I need to know it now. From the looks of things, one of them is a cyborg. And I think Lindsay Lohan, since she's not on the cover of Mean Girls 2, is the one that gets killed in the beginning. <laughs> or she turns but, into a dragon. Okay, okay. so I, I'm looking over your shoulder here, and I can see the, the movie poster. It has the exact same composition as the f- first movie. Well... It's like, it's just, it, they basically just overlaid new characters. Yeah. That's awesome. What if this ends up being like those Disney sequels, where it's just the plot in reverse? So everything starts out fine, and then she moves to Africa? Yeah. yeah. Or she, like, wants to move to Africa? <laughs> to find her roots. And then, and then she finds uh, LeVar Burton. That's a good way to end the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> so, yeah, all that to say, Mortal Kombat, Mean Girls, very similar. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yep. Does anybody steal somebody's soul in uh, Mean Girls? I don't remember the movie that well. Uh, the viewer. The viewer's soul is stolen. Oh, okay. I, I honestly can't <laughs> remember all the characters' names well enough. To, so, maybe? I don't remember any of them. I, You know, it was so weird. I remember all the quotes, but I don't remember the characters really all that well. The things I remember about Mean Girls from the time that I watched it was quit trying to make Fetch happen. And then one of their moms was like that terrible mom who like tries to be their friend and buys them everything. Oh, yeah. Amy Poehler's character. I didn't even remember that Amy Poehler was in that movie. Yeah, that that was her. But I guess if it's a Tina Fey movie, then of yeah. course. Yeah, I... I it... I think they're best friends, and if they're not, I still choose to believe they're best friends. And I want, and this is, I know we've, you guys have talked about Ghostbusters, 
but I, I really, really, really wished that the female reboot of Ghostbusters starred Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. That might have been more like something I would consider watching. Though. That would that they would have had all my money, all of it. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't seen Mean Girls. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can marathon it in Mean Girls too. Get the full package. <laughs> Double barrel. <laughs> and then I'll watch all 37 Universal Soldier movies as well. I think there's only at eight once. of those. There's only eight. Just watch them at one, all at once. And <laughs> I think you'll get like more story as they layer on the quotes. Like if you start all, if you start like the first, like say seven Universal Soldiers all at the same time, you'll get like you'll partial sentences kind of, that, that come some together. Some kind of time warp. Yes. <laughs> You'll, you'll create some kind of singularity. It's and... it's actually like a, a work of genius. You just watch, have to watch them all. Watching the same all time. movies in succession, it's kind of like The Ring or something. It like opens up some sort of Hellgate or something. <laughs> Jean Claude, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jean Claude Van Hellgate. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Hellgate. I was trying so hard to say that. <laughs> and all these Dolph Lundgren demons just come spewing out of this Hellgate. But they're all He Man. Every single one of them. They're masters of the their universe. The eighties, masters of the eighties. Was Dolph Lundgren the master of the eighties? I guess kind of. I mean, Rocky Four that was pretty. Rocky Four was good. Master of the Universe was good. I can't think of uh, too much else. There were some kung fu movie I saw him in. Yeah, he was in some other stuff. If I had to claim a master of the eighties, though. Who would that be? Uh, Schwarzenegger? That's my go-to answer. Yeah. Yep. That's a good pick. I, Martin Sheen? No. Um, what? You just, like, Emilio like Estevez? No. He Patrick was... Swayze? I don't... You he know? was in Roadhouse and was Point Break still the 80s? Oh yeah, Tom Cruise. I think so. Tom Cruise is. I think. I mean, I, I think a lot of his better stuff was from the eighties. Top Gun. Yeah. Is Top Gun all of his better stuff? Yes. Was Cocktail eighties or was that nineties? Cocktail was eighties. I'm pretty sure. Risky Business um, was definitely eighties. Yeah. No, I'm gonna have to go with Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you got, you've got Commando. Which is one of the best movies. Predator. Predator. Running Man. Kindergarten Cop. I'm pretty sure that was that was, 90s. was that 90s? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Total Recall. Yeah. Two weeks. Terminator. Look at that. <clears throat> yeah. He's a he's a powerhouse. Yeah. And uh the Conans, I think we're in the 80s. The yeah. many Conans, yes. I one of them might have been seventies, but yes. No, no. Uh, okay. Yeah, and he's also really good in the '90s too, though. Well, yeah. I mean, I already mentioned Kindergarten Cop, but really, he never stopped being good until like Terminator Three. He didn't. Well, well, Uh, I thought you were going to say he wasn't really stopped being good at Governor of California. Well, I think he he did Terminator Three and then became governor. Is that what it was? Or maybe he was governor elect at the time. I don't know. Because I just remember when the movie came out, I said, "Okay." So he's trying to end his career when I saw the third movie. Right. And 
And now, from I feel really conflicted about the new Terminator movie. Have you guys seen the trailer for it? What's to be conflicted about? And I think we also talked about that on a podcast or two. Yes, we, uh, we have. Yeah, actually, oh, I think it's cool. The, the the newest trailer, the one that came out just recently. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have to uh, see that, that came out like last week. Yeah, I think I watched that. Yeah, the one where they have like Daenerys Targaryen as Sarah Connor now and. Oh, no, she's... So, the one... There have been a couple more before that one. But, yeah. Well, I think this is the the first full-length trailer they released. Maybe. Where, where they actually showed some of the plot. Yeah. Where they, they show, have you seen it? Uh, I I don't know. I've, I Probably not, if it's been very recent. I saw one that got me excited about the idea. Well, okay. I know that they, they, they literally put the plot twist in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah, they did. Although, now I'm not so sure if it's the plot twist or not. I, I don't think it necessarily is. I mean, is the plot twist in the first Terminator movie that a robot comes back in time to kill someone? I don't think that was the plot. I don't think there was a plot twist. Right. So maybe there's not a plot twist. Maybe it's just a cool action movie, which would make it a good Terminator movie. Well, no, I'm sort of with you in what you're saying here. Except if you haven't seen the most recent thing, should we just say what it is? Well, it's in the trailer, so it's not... I wouldn't call it a spoiler. I mean, it's not a secret. Yeah. Then just say it. Yeah. Okay, so apparently... uh, So things are all weird in the timeline, at least that's what you get from the trailer, that so so weird that Sarah Connor somehow gets a good T-800 that she, like, grows up with, and he ages, and that's why you have old Arnold. And they're waiting on Kyle Reese to actually come back in time, and apparently that all got muddled up, too, but... Well, he comes back in time in the right spot. Yeah, but here's the thing. There's a T-1000... They're ready to kill Kyle Reese, and also, but but hmm? but Sarah Connor knows about the T one thousand already. <laughs> yeah, and then and then John Connor comes back. Uh huh. And he's not a Terminator, but, but he's not John Connor, and he's a cyborg. He's a something. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's made out of like pencil graphite shavings. Yeah, because they blow him up like. They do in the T-1000 in, in Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. So he's walking out of the fire and he's all metal thing. And then it goes like, wow, and he gets like face and clothes and everything. Yep. But he looks like a, it's like a combo. He also sounds really British. In like the few lines he says. Maybe being a cyborg turns you British. I don't know. That's a possible side effect, yes. Yeah. May cause British. May cause British. Yes. That's how they defeat him. They, they instead of lava, they kick him into a giant vat of tea. Why would a British person be defeated by tea? What if they set his internal clock to always be like what three fifteen or whatever? But whenever they take <laughs> British tea, tea time, yeah, yeah. He gets an infinite loop of tea time. Uh huh. Always searching for crumpets. It's tea again. Oh, okay. The tea minator. It's, it's tea. Oh god. <laughs> I was about to say, like, if you want to kill, T5, if, if you want to defeat a British person, don't you just throw declarations of independence at them? It's worked in the past. I don't think that stopped. It. Isn't that what? It wasn't. It wasn't instant win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's what provoked them. Uh, yeah, that's how you make. We're them independent, angry. and they're like, "No, you aren't." That's, that's... War. <laughs> That, that's how you that's how you uh challenge a british person it's like a glove in the face but to a whole country yeah <laughs> I, I think we just lost the british's viewers by the way or they might be agreeing with us I'm like yes yeah. the declaration like, of independence was a glove chaps. to the face 
you're gonna you're gonna check your your demographics a week later and like the french are up a thousand percent yes if we got one french listener it would be up a thousand percent so I'm, i wouldn't be wrong yeah yeah i do occasionally check the analytics on this thing yeah or maybe you defeat them with passive resistance i think that was how gandhi did it i think that only works if you're indian I got nothing then. Yeah. You have to not eat at them. Not eat well, at them. <laughs> yes. I guess I guess we'll see how Daenerys Targaryen does. Yeah. She is the mother of dragons. Yes. And the son of robots. <laughs> mother of robots, I think. Well, she's kind of both. Yeah. Well, is she? If John Connor's a robot now, yeah. Yeah, but how does it make her the daughter of robots? Because her dad's a Terminator. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'd take it. And then her husband's a Terminator, and she makes Terminator baby. Maybe that's... Then it's like the new Battlestar Galactica. There you go. <laughs> that's how Cylons are made. <laughs> See, when a Terminator did loves you, a woman... Did you not watch the new Battlestar Galactica? No. That's how Cylons are made. <laughs> it's just so stupid towards the end of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch that either. The old show, I would contend is better. Fun, wasn't it? <laughs> there you go. Jesse prefers old Battlestar Galactica to the new show. Definitely. Well, it's, like all the way. It's that's <laughs> usually how I feel about things. It's all like Egyptian and stuff too. Like, no, it's not. What? <laughs> they just have it's Egyptian. all Egyptian looking. They have. They fly just... around in pyramids and wear like pharaoh helmets and. Nope. <laughs> they have their space helmets kind of look like the pharaoh like hat thing yeah on like sarcophagi they don't fly around in pyramids though that's completely wrong he, that's he, stargate he, he just wants to make it came from planet egypt he does he wants to make it so bad <laughs> okay so do we want to talk about anything that's like on our list of things to talk about or do we want to keep talking about how uh how Sarah Connor has robot babies. Uh, I, I, meh. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> That's what makes a good podcast. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Meh. <laughs> we have a whole list of things to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Are we recording again now? Yeah, we're recording. Are, are... Uh, <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, damn it. I shouldn't have said dang that. Dang it. I'm you know, keep he can that edit in. that out. No. 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 <laughs> you that must makes... live with your sins. Uh, you want to introduce the podcast? Oh, right. I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> so this is Mean Girls. I mean... <laughs> mean Girls, the podcast. Mean Girls, the podcast. Starring oh, yeah. no girls. Yes. Uh, so this is still in beta. Uh, it's a podcast where we can talk about video games. We all make video games. Uh, I'm Jesse. I'm William. And and Phil's back. Hi. And he's probably, I think at this point, he's probably going to be here. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't know, because I thought the last one went pretty well. And now that we're recording in your house, I think it is good if you're like recording with us. <laughs> It'll be less awkward. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it's better for everyone involved. <laughs> we don't have yeah. to feel weird about kicking you out and everything. It's like, Phil, Phil, shh, shh, keep it down down there. Well, like I said, I, I thought having three people kind of helps because then we have somebody who, who will be a tiebreaker. Yeah. Except for when I agree with both of you. Well, yeah. <laughs> that, that, well, I think then we all just win at that point. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, that makes you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I watched the uh, the new the new Daredevil show on uh, Netflix, and I've complained about uh, Batman Babies and Arrow and The Flash, but I like Daredevil quite a bit. Well, for one thing, it's a Marvel program, which just tend to be, with the exception of maybe the cartoons, tend to be just better as TV shows and movies and stuff than the DC things, right? They're... Marvel's had a really good run. DC hasn't offered too much in response. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my point. Like, in the last decade, yeah. you know, Marvel has done much better with their with their movie and television releases of things then. Right. Well, with the one that they themselves have had, like the stuff for like X-Men and the fantastic. Yeah. Four like Sony have, have and anything and that was like Sony owned and stuff is not super great. So I guess, I guess you, you're, I mean, one, I do enjoy the daredevil show. I have only seen the first episode so far. Uh-huh. Uh, and I thought it was great. Uh, I am a little, having not seen it all the way through yet. I'm a little worried that it's going to do what Arrow does in that, hey, three-fourths of the show is awesome, and here's one-fourth of the show where we see flashbacks that we don't care about. I'm a little worried that's going to happen because there are already some flashbacks happening in the Daredevil one. Oh, I always thought the flashback parts of Arrow was the best part of the show. <laughs> All right. Because then you didn't have his stupid, whiny, rich girl sister complaining and his stupid, whiny lawyer girlfriend complaining or any other stupid women complaining which is like what the present about 50 percent of the present setting of the show is just that you know I'm, i'll actually give you that i have, I have no argument <clears throat> to that i mean I, I mean obviously i i do enjoy arrow and i enjoy flash i think they're great shows but what i do not enjoy is they clearly have a bunch of male nerd writers working on the women <laughs> Because they take all these great women, you know, female characters, and they they have the dumb bitch impetus. Like, they have Felicity Smoke, who was a character, I think, created for the show, became a fan favorite so quickly, they made her a series regular. Is this an Arrow or the this Flash? Is, this is actually both. Arrow, well, Because yeah. she shows them up, well, they're, they're connected. Basically, the shows are, Flash is sort of a spinoff from Arrow now. Okay, and they have a lot. Of, they have a lot of cross pollination now. So they, 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 the shows run concurrently with one another. Are they both on the CW? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. And so they took Felicity Smoke, and she's a fantastic actress, fantastic character. And they said her people want Ollie and her to be together, and so they write this horrible love plot between the two of them, which really should have been fun and clean. Mm-hmm. And they make it the most contrived and convoluted basket of nonsense ever and so the the weirdest thing is did they turn 
Did they turn it into like a like a will they won't they sort of thing? No. Just, oh. No, they straight up says, I want to be with you. And then Oliver Queen's like, I can't do that because I can't be Oliver Queen and the hero at the same time. And then Felicity's like, screw that, let's do this. But if you're gonna be that way, fine. It's not happening. Like that's what they did, but they still have this like will they won't they sort of thing going on around it, you know, in that way. But so anytime she's around Oliver in uh, Arrow, she they just they they dumb her IQ down by forty points or something. But when they take her and put her on Flash, she's brilliant and wonderful and like one of the best characters ever. They literally cannot write her well in the context of the main character. Well, to be fair. I think there's a lot of people that would become babbling idiots around that that male if, actor. If, if you, <laughs> just if any actor that can salmon ladder. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just saying, you know. Jesse looked at me funny. Uh, <laughs> the 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 salmon ladder is that thing where you take like the metal bar, the like the the weight bar, and then you start like doing like these kipping pull ups where you like work your way up this. Oh, okay. That thing. That's when yeah. he, he used to do that constantly in the first season. Okay. Yeah. That's what they do on. Uh, they did it on uh, Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. They, I think they call it the Salmon Ladder. Okay. It's. I guess it's hard to do. Probably. Yeah. I, fact, it, it looks hard. In fact, I, think, <laughs> I think one of the greatest complaints that I've heard from women about some of the later seasons of Arrow was that there wasn't There's enough. There's too many of him, shirts. There wasn't enough ladder. of him being shirtless working out. Yeah. Um, so. You know, if if that's how if that's what it takes to get more demographics watching the show, I don't really blame them. I blame them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as it's as long as the plot stays good, and I, for my part, the main plot for Arrow and Flash, the both shows are doing really really well, in my opinion. It's their it's it's like you said, their female character development is just so bad. Well, it's just. There's definitely just some parts of the show where it just gets to CW, basically. Well, yeah. They are doing better than, than Supernatural, though. Is that also on CW? It is. Not connected, though. Not yet, at least. <laughs> oh, just wait for I it. Want that, I want that mega crossover, though. Once the Flash starts finding ghosts or werewolves or something. Oh, you know. If the Flash has to fight gentlemen ghosts and they call in Dean and... What's her face? Sam. The other guy? Sam. I don't know. I only know because our sisters love Dean, and that's why. <laughs> you know, if they did it once and never again, I, I would probably I I would enjoy it, I think. And they were all puppets for that episode. Yes. It's the animated episode. <laughs> uh oh that show though. That they I think they had the same problem that on Supernatural though, which is like you said, another CW show. Where they cannot have a good female character, they just can't. Mm-hmm. And even if they have one, I think I think even Felicia Day has been on it like couple, like two two three seasons now, where she's like she's a cameo character. Right. The thing that Supernatural does is like, as soon as you start to like a female character, or as soon as they become something that you feel like is trustworthy, reliable as a something they can do in the show, they kill that character. They kill every female character that's been on that show. So, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I, <laughs> what? Because then, well, <laughs> if the females are alive, then they're going to end up in a relationship with one of the men, and they, you know, we yeah. can't have that. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if the attraction way. for the female demographic is that 
there's some <laughs> honky these single late, dude. These late thirty something guys who fight ghosts and Yeah. And get, yeah. <laughs> so so this like uh brings me to now this That's, was and this was a character that they brought on to to Arrow was uh um Black Canary, right? Yeah. And so my thought was like, well, how do they get a character onto the show that you don't have to have a stupid love interest story with the main male character if they bring in a strong female character. And the solution is to make her a lesbian, which is kind of what they did with Black Canary. They made Canary. Black Canary a lesbian? She was super lesbian. She was, she was okay. Uh, well, it's kind of dumb because so her just, and... Just to clarify. In the comics, like her and Ollie have a relationship. Like, yeah, but then she died, and then she became a lesbian. But no, no. Just to clarify, though, because you're gonna you, you're gonna get someone who's watched the show and maybe will email. Who's gonna say? If I mention the email address this time, you maybe. probably just go ahead and do it. Oh right, <laughs> do it now. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we have an email address: podcast at siteinbeta.com. Okay, now that you said that, uh, <laughs> now that I've said the email, we'll yes. get angry email. Laurel, yeah, Laurel's sister was just canary. And it it wasn't even canary; it was some like Arabic for canary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Laurel herself is the actual black canary. So it's canary and then black canary. And then, did the... one of them die in a coal mine? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but see, here's here's the thing, though. This is, you say that there's no love interest between the two of them, but both Laurel, Sarah, and Ollie were together, and they had a relationship thing until they didn't so she, at least she was by uh to your point <laughs> but unless laurel the, in unless, the comic uh, books black, uh, black canary and green arrow are married yeah so that that's gonna be that's, i feel like that's an inevitability for the show i'm sorry <laughs> no one likes laurel i don't know who that is it that you know the annoying lawyer character She's just. I worst. watched. I watched the first episode of that show. Anyway, she's the worst character on the <laughs> show. Like, she's easily the worst character on the show. Yeah, yeah. They're so. trying so hard to fix her, though. I, was that I the one that was like the daughter of the cop? Yes. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> that whole setup was retarded. Like it was such a stupid. Everything about that initial episode was dumb. <laughs> anyway, that's why I couldn't watch it. All right. <laughs> but Daredevil was actually good. And, yeah, and, and and they don't they wean off the flashbacks. They do the flashbacks to set up the character and to get you to understand like what his connection is with like uh, some of the background and stuff. But sure. but I've watched four or five episodes and the flashbacks die off. See, I, fast, I don't. So. I, I'm not actually anti flashback. I'm I'm all for flashback giving context and meaning. To what's happening what i'm what i don't like is when your flashback has nothing to do with what's happening in the main part of the show it's like just a concurrent storyline for no really particularly good reason oh. well i think a lot of that stuff all came from was lost did it i think lost is one that started that kind of stuff right where flashbacks well like let's do some stuff about this as like let's let's do let's do a story about this character and they're going through these problems, but let's do a flashback to provide context about why this character is being an idiot right now. Like, oh, see, it's that's, uh, that's that sounds works, like though. that feels like a lazy man character building. <laughs> like, 
don't let the character actually like speak through their actions. Mm-hmm. Go to a flashback and be like, oh, well, they got beat as a child. That's why they're like a, like a total asshole to eat these days. And it's like, oh, okay. But I mean, that That's to me just... is kind of how Daredevil was doing it. And to the, to another extent, sort of like how Arrow did it a little mm-hmm. bit as well. Well, first season Arrow. <laughs> Cur- I mean, part of why part of why Daredevil did it was because the accident that blinded him was when he was a kid, and it made the Ninja Turtles, <laughs> and it made the Ninja Turtles. But yeah, it's <laughs> all I'm gonna say is know. current season Arrow has the main story, which is him versus Rayshaw Ghoul, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and uh... then the flashbacks are. Oliver's adventures in China, and there's some kind of virus thing. Has sure. nothing, SARS? Uh, they call it Omega or something. Sure, it's like a two-part virus. You have, to have Alpha and Omega, and it kills you. Has nothing. That's not to how do. viruses work, but it right. has nothing to do with the main plot <laughs> huh. at all, as far as I can tell. And so, how did Rachel Google get in into that? Uh, okay. So... Did he get both and then get dumped into a Lazarus pit? And he's like, "I found, I've got the cure now." No, see, no, see, if they did that, that would make sense. But okay. we're we're closing on the end of the season, and there's no tie together. Hmm. But I mean, Ray saw cool. I mean, he comes in because uh, uh, Malcolm Merlin is a member of the League of Assassins, and he tried to do basically the plot of Batman Begins, uh-huh. but instead of Batman, it was Green Arrow. And that apparently upset Rayshaw Ghoul and said, "Hey, we didn't we didn't say kill the city," and so he tries to kill uh, Malcolm Merlin. And since Oliver stops killing people, it's like, "Hey, no killing in my city." That's how he gets on the bad side of Rayshaw Ghoul. <clears throat> he tries to kill the city. Yeah, but he tries to kill the wrong city. No, no, he just no. Uh, they just didn't want to kill. Like League of Assassins didn't want to kill off Starling City. <laughs> They don't. They apparently don't do that in this universe, right? <laughs> do they? <Ugh. laughs> I do enjoy the show. It just, yeah. It... So, so back to Daredevil. And now that you both <laughs> said you love the show, I will explain. It's okay, but I will tell you what's frustrating me about it that I don't like about it. Okay, is one. Does he ever get like better as a hero? Because right now he's just really like. Just a guy, like, having to punch a dude, like, 5,000 times is really ty- tiresome. I'm kind of like, uh, It's all dark, and you're kind of punching, I guess, and I'm bored, and let's just get this. Have some powers! That's what I'm thinking the whole time. It's just That's like, fight him with powers. superpowers. But then he does, I guess, kind of have superpowers. But fuck your superpowers, Daredevil, because they are powers that nobody else in a visual medium can see. Like, that totally blows. Like, okay. great, you but, can hear with sonar and smell stuff and all of these things that you cannot project through a television screen. So you're saying Daredevil should be a radio show? I'm saying Daredevil should be a scratch and sniff, like, pop-up feely book or something because it's like every sense that you can't... Like, and it's like super hearing that stuff we can't hear because we have regular hearing and... You know, scent and all these other sense, like other senses that you can't project through a through a TV screen. Mm-hmm. It's like this is totally useless. Daredevil is dumb. I don't know. I don't really know that I want smell-o-vision. 
well, I don't want to smell what Daredevil smells. I guess I will just disagree with you because I thought that they did a good job of presenting at least the auditory like stuff. And I'm also glad that they didn't try to make. I don't think everybody's superpowers needs to be presented as a visual medium. I think you can leave that to my imagination. You know, like whenever he does something and it's like there's like one episode where he mentions like he smells a guy like a guy's cologne or whatever and like the lady he's talking to is like what are you talking about? Yeah, but about? he's, he's got to like, narrate his powers to us. That's I don't like that. Well, no, he says he says something to the effect of like I can well it it doesn't seem dumb like I have super smell powers. I'm smelling him through the floor. <laughs> this is what I smell. I smell his cigar and I smell his cologne. This is how I smell. <laughs> These are my superpowers. I can also hear him very well. I can hear that he is walking up the stairs. I can hear that he has a heart. Like, it's yeah. not like that. It's not stupid like that. It's actually presented in context. And he's explaining it to somebody who asks him a question based on, like, what his what his observation was, which was something to the effect of, like, like he's coming up the stairs and I smell this. He, he wears this kind of cologne or something. And she's like, how do you know that? And it's because I smelled it. Like, it's just, it's not, like, presented in a dumb way. It's just presented, and he explains it to, to somebody in context of the show, not to you, you know, the, the, the viewer who doesn't actually understand, like, what's going on. But what they don't do, and what I'm glad they don't do, is some kind of dumb, like, visual effect superimpose of, like, stink lines coming through the floor, and he's like... <laughs> And you're like, oh, he can see with his with his with his uh, with his brain eyes, with his nose eyes, he can see the stink lines, and he knows that that's coming from that one guy because he can smell where he's coming from, and because they're also doing some kind of like like Daredevil the movie like like three D sonar like that representation, yeah. I and love it's the like, rain scene. They don't do that. And I'm so much happier that they don't do that because that is stupid. That's dumb. Daredevil's got. He's like, OK, maybe you don't like his powers of like having super hearing and super smell and like being able to like navigate the world like a normal person, even though he's blind. Right. That's sure. Why, I'm just if saying Daredevil the think, hero is dumb. OK, that's fine. Then why are you watching the show? <laughs> Because there's nothing else on, duh. I don't want to watch Mean Girls. Like I, I think I think it'd be better. If I think that's my bigger problem with show. your argument is that, is that you don't like the premise of the hero being represented, not that you don't like the show. So okay, I I want to say that I'm kind of with Jesse on this one, in the capacity that this current Daredevil. I mean, ignoring the the Ben Affleck one, but uh, this current Daredevil, I think represents. A lot of things I like about where we're at in terms of comic book adaptations. Like I said, I've only seen the first episode, and I've enjoyed it so far. But this one seems more serious. It's overt. It's not flaunting the superpowers yet. It's not trying to be. Enter- it's not trying to be entertaining in like the oh wow kind of context. It's, it's trying to be more mature, and I think that's a really good place for us to be in terms of how we're presenting these kinds of worlds. Because, yeah. They even, they drop, like in the first episode, they drop, like, and we saw New York get destroyed. And that, that, that puts it in context. This is definitely in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. And 
his powers are not, I mean, he doesn't have Mjolnir, he, does, he can't fly, he can't do all these other things, sure, but Daredevil's a very different kind of hero. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he's actually, he's like a street-level hero. I mean, all, right. all the all the MCU, like, like movie characters, they can, you know, they can save the Earth. Daredevil, okay, if you put him in the right circumstances, yeah, he could save the Earth, but it would be, you know, much more intimate, much more... And he probably would lose a whole lot more going into like you know he might lose an arm or something if he tried to save the planet. Yeah, but that's not the kind of stories they're telling. They're making more of a crime drama, and it's actually he's kind of got the sort of Sherlock Holmes thing going on where he's like he's constantly thinking. The wheels are always turning, and he's using his other senses. And in that way, it actually makes it a lot more real. I think it makes it yeah. a lot. And, and if you like those kinds of like crime dramas, or if you like uh, you no. know, more noir, I think that's who they're appealing with to with this. Not necessarily the superhero crowd. Right. Yeah, I like it for those reasons. I, I think I like that it is more of just a... Uh, you know, it's not him uh, against the... Uh, like, he's not going to go up against Galactus. Right. Uh, he's going up against Kingpin. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like... He's basically just a big crime boss. Like, so he's taking out street level gangs and thugs and stuff. And like, that's the kind of threat that he deals with. And, uh, and he feels vulnerable, especially in the first few episodes. Like that's one thing that I I don't think you can really get much from the bigger blockbuster action heroes is a sense that, they can lose, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, I like that. I like the the fight cinematography. Uh, I guess you think it's just him punching somebody five or six times over and over again, but it's like at least it's you know, like there's a one shot in like the second or third episode that is just like one long shot, like there's no cuts uh, or no visible cuts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool to see that. Uh, and it's, you know, it's not done in the like born identity close up shaky cam where you can't actually tell what's going on kind of way. Yeah. I mean, and even in the first episode, he he goes up a guy, against a guy who like he runs and throws a punch at him and the guy literally backflips over his punch. And so even with his powers, you know, be what they are, uh, he still has to actually be good at fighting. Yeah. Like, he doesn't he doesn't get a free pass because hey I'm blind I know kung fu. He had to learn how to do these things. Mm-hmm. And that for me that makes it very real and I'm not sure I'm going to, you know, I'm I'm going to watch the rest of it. I'm not sure it's going to be like I'm not going to look back on it. It's like man, we need more like this. But I from what I what I'm getting from it, I'm glad they did it. And I'm going to like this one thing. It's not like I'm I'm, I'm not necessarily going to want like uh let's grab uh Hercules, or well, maybe he's too too high on the list for uh, Marvel characters. But you know, I don't I don't necessarily want to see a lot of street level hero I, uh, TV shows come out of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe keep Daredevil going for two or three seasons, but I'm glad they're doing it from the perspective of this is where we're at now, and this is a great time to, for that that type of medium. Yeah, I don't know. I'm much more excited about the Defenders that is coming on to Netflix, which. He's going to have Iron Fist, I think, and some of those guys, which are still kind of like second tier yeah. superheroes. 
They're putting Luke Cage they, in a series too, right? Yeah. I think he might be in that one too. But they're at least like guys with powers that aren't just I'm blind but I can see and I beat guys up with my hands. Well, I beat my guys up with my hands, but it's like my magic crazy special hand. Well, you know, if they're going to if they're going to do that, then that's awesome, but I think it's going to be for a very different audience. Yeah. <clears throat> Me. <laughs> that's that's fine. I mean, but like I I would say Daredevil very explicitly is not for children whereas Age of Ultron is going to be. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it kids are going to want to watch. They're already toys. You go to go to Target, they're to- kids toys. So yeah, it's aimed for a very different audience. It's supposed to be fun. Can I get a James Spader talking action figure? I think you can. Okay, I need to go. <laughs> Good podcast, guys. Let's go. Let's go get your James Let's, Spader figure. Well, uh, I, I feel like they probably resume at Target. Are already James Spader action figures? But... You think they made like Boston legal action figures? No, or are just you James talking... Spader. <laughs> James <figures>. Spader <laughs> just has his own action figure. Yeah. If Actually, I was a celebrity, I would. I'd, the best I'd would have been one. if it was his character from The Office. I think that was my favorite James Robert Spader Robert California? Character. Yes. <laughs> that was my favorite James Spader character. I felt like Robert California was his character from Boston Legal, but like slightly more eccentric. Hmm. <laughs> you know, there was probably a James Spader in Stargate action figure. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, if you know, if he appears in any of the Star Wars movies, James Spader. Yeah, if he happens to in like seven, eight, or nine, just in the background, even there'll be an action figure of that character at some point. Uh huh. Have you seen the the? I, I assume you both have seen the trailer for that, the more recent. Oh movie. yes, like I think I've watched it about two hours worth of the trailer, so I feel like I've seen episodes. Wait, hold on. Wars. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Star Wars, not Star Trek. <laughs> okay, I jumped. I jumped from Star Trek to Star Wars. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. I, I. I was oh, apprehensive. Man. Always, always. I guess. I guess you can like J.J. Abrams is like the go-to guy to like fix a. Like fix what? a dying franchise. <laughs> fix a franchise. Or... Uh, yeah. I don't know about. I don't, yeah, I don't maybe feel for... that way, but. <laughs> like, hmm. Start. I don't, I don't feel like Star Trek was dying. I don't feel like it was. Really? No. Tell me, like tell, it... me, tell me what happened to Star Trek after Enterprise. Where where was it? I think Enterprise had killed the Star Trek fan- franchise. Well, I, I... I think... Okay, one TV series... Okay, maybe multiple TV series. But I think <laughs> Enterprise may not have been its best moment. But I don't think Abrams himself is what made that work. And, and I, you know, he's not, direct, he's not directing the eighth movie either. They've already announced the new director for episode eight. Yeah. It's going to be some, I forget his name, but he, he directed a few episodes of Breaking Bad. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I was, appreh- <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was apprehensive Man. about Abrams on seven, and I'm still. Why is him. Chewie cooking meth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like our 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 Chewie and, and Solo like smuggling meth with the galaxy. Is this what this is? The, you see smoke coming out of the the Millennium Falcon as they're Luke cooking. Skywalker jumps out in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Now, I'll, I'll have to say, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm still apprehensive about it until I see the movie, obviously. But the, what I keep seeing seems better and better and better. Yeah. And I think I actually think it was the at this point, maybe I'll regret this later, but I think it was I think it was the right decision to give someone like Abrams that thing, because, you know, when he did Lost and he did uh, Fringe and he and, and he's done some of these other things, he's really, really good at setting up mystery and establishing a problem. And I think that if you're going to do the, a whole overarching uh, narrative between 7, 8, and 9, having him start it off is a really good decision. And I think it also is going to be really nice having... You just need somebody for 9 that's good at finishing things Oh, I, uh, I'm hoping it's Joss Whedon. That's my hope. Um. <laughs> uh, because I, I think he he's really good at, at using established characters and doing some really cool stuff with them. I mean, Avengers comes to mind, but but we say, all know that if he does nine, someone's gonna die. He's gonna he's gonna kill Han. <laughs> <laughs> That's Han my will guess. not my... get time to shoot first. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was gonna say is like it, it's also really nice the idea that they might have a director who has a little bit of humility and can grow and learn. Unlike George Lucas. Unlike George Lucas. Because George Lucas had nothing to lose with the first three movies. People were, like, panning the first movie. And then the second was a little better. You mean episodes one through three? That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. Episode one. Uh, and then episode three was, yeah, it was the best of the three. But, you know, he put... He literally went out of his way to put Jar Jar Binks in that movie. Even He didn't one? say anything. But he was there, basically just as his way of giving everyone the middle finger. It's like... <laughs> It's like, you don't like Jar Jar? Here he is anyway. <laughs> He's still in it. He's still here. I still... I, give me your money. I'm still, exactly. I'm still hoping the, the first five minutes of, of, uh, of episode seven is just every, like... I can't remember what those, those like, Jamaican monsters are called. But they're like, the, yeah. the, the Gungas? As, yeah. As, they're like, they're what like Lucas calls them in the commentaries. Yeah, they're like in a ship... <laughs> Yeah, the they're they're in, they're in a ship like traveling through space because they had to flee Naboo for some reason, and <laughs> that ship just gets exploded by, the, the by a star destroyer. Opening thing, yeah. Well, I was gonna before you get onto that. <laughs> there, no, the, they just test out the new Death Star because there's a new Death Star. There's gonna be, yeah. <laughs> and they just test it out on Naboo. Well, I was gonna say before we, before we get onto that, Abrams. I think actually has like a pretty good sense of humility and he learns from each movie because he's gotten, he keeps getting better and better. And, th and they had to digitally, uh. yeah, hold on, they had to digitally reduce the number of lens flares in uh, Star Trek because he put so many in there. <laughs> but he's actually, he's actually, I think he was publicly, he even says like, yeah, I overdid it. Like if I respect a mannequin mea culpa, that's just me. And so I, yeah. I'm apprehensive, but I, I I'm excited. Because the trailers and every piece of media that comes out looks better and better. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm just. I've been that, burned that's before. The thing that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's no trust anymore with Star Wars. Is that? Well, I am. I'm glad Lucas isn't directing. Or writing. Or writing. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Is. Oh man. Yeah. It. It's. It's one of those things where I don't want to get too excited because i don't want to be that disappointed again yeah i don't i don't think i could take it 
Star Wars would be gone to me. But I mean, uh, we'll always have four, five, and six on VHS because that's the only version you can get. No, that's not special. No, there's supposed to be doing a, a rumor has it. Yeah, the, the Blu-rays that are the original versions. Rumor has it. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they'll really be the original versions because they changed some of the music and stuff as well. Oh, I know, like like the metal scene and like where it's got that like really bad skip at one point in the song. What? You remember that at the end, the end of the first Star Wars movie when they're getting their medals put on them. Oh. There was definitely a part like on the VHS ones at least where like the music skipped all weird. I think that hmm. might have been a tracking error. Well, I know in uh at the beginning of the first one, I think the uh the like the opening has like a sort of thing to it yeah there's definitely like yeah it was it it was memorable enough to the point that whenever they mocked that scene in family guy they skipped the audio in that scene too huh yeah well i'm hoping so it was definitely part of the movie what i wanted what i hope they keep is the the jub jub music yeah the yub nub yeah yes yub nub yeah, I yeah. like that so much better than the like. Oh my god, that weird, weird somber song. Yeah, the weird like new age pan flute music. And you on a pan flute. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, and now here's like, the band. Here's the Ewok band, Enyawak. <laughs> Enyawak. Yeah, it's like the, before it sounded like, like the you know tribal music of their people. Yeah, and then they replaced it with like something completely out of context and, and like, they were like dancing in the background it's like this weird sad song yeah, with with, yeah. with young hayden christensen ghost in the background yeah spreading then, his and then like somehow every planet in the galaxy could see the death star explode yeah they could see it in coruscant and then they could see it on Poth. and i don't know i don't think that, i don't think that their infrastructure for was that good for communications I know. It's like a low res blue hologram. What symbol. should? Yeah. What should have happened was it's supposed to taking like <laughs> months or weeks for news of the de- the new Death Star, which was a secret, by the way. Yeah. To that destruction to, to even leak to the other planets. Yeah. And I don't think Coruscant of all places would be happy because aren't they at the center of the empire? I know. It's like, yeah. oh shit, our government is falling. Quick, Again. steal the gold and leave. Our emperor was killed, and his second in command is dead too. <laughs> And like it's just report back from Tarkin or whatever, and he's just like, oh, they killed it. They killed them. They killed them all, and they blew us up. We're dead. They did. They, they killed us. And everybody's like, woo, yeah. <laughs> Maybe actually, well, they. To be fair, they. I think they really just showed fireworks. So that could have been like oh shit fireworks. <laughs> it was. It was either. Oh, it was either signal flares to escape, or it could have just been people getting attacked and dying. But it just, it just it's very stormtroopers. It was just a very beautiful like hail of gunfire. And it's explosions. not actually fireworks. It's just stormtroopers reentering the atmosphere. Yeah, <laughs> and <It's> exploding. <laughs> and they still can't hit anything. <laughs> well, you, well, you know, if you give them daredevil powers, they'll be that much better. <laughs> I can't see in this helmet. Here, toxic. Ah, I'm blind. <laughs> I can't hear in this helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Just a weapon. 
Can't Daredevil at least have like a bat or something? Like, no, later he gets weapons. Yeah, oh, he gets, like, he gets like a, a, a Okay, a that's what stick. I'm talking about. That was just like, ugh. This is his year one. This is him like starting off. He doesn't even have his outfit yet. Yeah, if you're if you're starting out, you really need weapons then because you don't even know if you're gonna win a fight at that point. I can't disagree. <laughs> so you're saying you're saying <laughs> <laughs> you're saying starting superheroes should just go out like with like, guns with a, and just everything whatever well, well not I guns a landmine i mean everything that you need it's just he's got a claymore strapped to his chest yeah. so it sounds like what you want is you want to watch the punisher yes <laughs> okay that's on netflix <laughs> dolph Lundgren movie <laughs> there it is yep <laughs> there we go <laughs> Um, all right then. All right. Well, now that we're back in the eighties, um, did you guys see the what Guitar Hero is now? Yeah, I, I'm not interested. Neither am I. I, I think I actually what I saw the controller. <laughs> the controller looks better because honestly, I mean, I have the controller over here upstairs, and that's hard to use. It's painful to use if you want to hit all five so, buttons. So when I saw that, I saw the, I saw the. Uh, advertisement for it or, or whatever we're supposed to be like this is what the game actually looks like the, all I could think of was like who would go to a concert just to boo someone what dickhead is comes there with a you suck sign to start like showing it like, I, like whenever the person like, isn't, isn't like, playing very well there are half the people at the Nickelback concerts <laughs> yeah people do that <laughs> why would you pay for a concert to go ahead to like complain at somebody if you don't well, like the music, why are you even there? And then we won the tickets on the radio show. Yeah, maybe they won tickets. Yeah, maybe their friend was like, yeah, you, yeah, you, you sell the tickets." Maybe well, couldn't. think about this: you could sell tickets. Back. They couldn't sell them. You could s- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to buy Nickelback tickets. <laughs> and it's to be like, "Hey, this is for the hockey game," and they're like, "All right, okay, I'll watch it." Hey, wait a minute! This says Nickelback. <laughs> Yeah, it's the St. Louis Nickelbacks. Uh, I shouldn't have believed you after the Creed. <laughs> anyway, that was my first thought. Was who comes to a concert to boo someone? Well, I, I, it just reminds me of like, <laughs> like the like Looney Tunes and stuff. Whenever you'd see them like performing on stage, and then suddenly they'd start getting hit with like cabbages and tomatoes and stuff. It's like who nope. brings cabbages and tomatoes to the to the performance? <laughs> the, those are just snacks in the lobby. It was the depression. That was all they had was cabbage. There was no popcorn. You had to ferment your own. They needed alcohol. popcorn for the war. <laughs> they didn't have potatoes. It was just cabbages and tomatoes. Build your own uh, Bloody Mary. <laughs> but you'd have to let the tomatoes ferment. Yeah, or or put Cause... or put like antifreeze or something in it. <laughs> they have antifreeze in the twenties. <laughs> Probably. Oh wait. How old is Looney Tunes now to you, all of a sudden? You've gone from like... Well, you were talking about the Depression, which is the 30s. And I yeah. think Looney Tunes... I mean, that was... I started to get all of my decades confused, because you brought up the Depression, but I was thinking World War II, because that's when the Looney Tunes were, were starting to yeah, get big. Yeah, it's like the 40s. It was a bunch of propaganda. 30s, late 30s to, to early 40s. Yeah. But, uh, and then, for some reason, my brain went to Prohibition era, which is the 20s. <laughs> and so then I was like, wait, but you can't... <laughs> But they don't even have alcohol. <laughs> so my brain just started going like further back in time. 
just everywhere. And I'm just like imagining, and you're just imagining someone saying, Oh, let's go down to see a talkie. Bring your cabbage and tomatoes in case it's no good. We need something to throw at the screen. <laughs> yeah, I went through a lot of screens. And then my brain way. just keeps going further back, and for some reason they're at the Globe Theater. But they're still flappers. <laughs> they're still that's, flappers. That's probably not inaccurate. <laughs> uh, all that to say, I'm, I'm not super interested in the new Guitar Hero. No. It doesn't... It feels like a Me Too product right now. Because they announced right after... I mean, I, of course they've been working on it for a while. They have to have been. But yeah. uh, guitar, uh, Rock Band 4 was announced. Uh-huh. And I'm more interested in that than I am the Guitar Hero one. Because it sounds like they're trying to make it... They're trying to make a product that people are going to want to play at, like, parties again. Who? So, Rock Band. Yeah. And Guitar Hero... From from what I've read about it and what videos I've seen, it feels like they're trying to focus more on the, hey, you have this internet audience that you're going to be playing for. What? Yeah, because they're, they're, it sounds like they're pushing for like this, like, uh, a lot of network connectivity and, like, I don't I don't know the details, but, like, they're wanting to have, like, a live audience and things like that. And I know they're going to record a lot of it. And it's going to be, like, like <laughs> one of those, uh, like, Dragon's Lair sort of things. If you do really, if you do well, they're gonna be happy videos. If they're gonna do bad, they're gonna do sad videos. And yeah, I think I thought the Guitar Hero Live aspect of it, or it's it's gonna be was like just that a social was network is videos. what I thought. It's gonna make a so, have this weird social network component. That thing, I thought, I think, I thought what, I thought the social network thing was just the weird alternative to DLC thing that they have. The, I, the I'm not interested in that TV. either. Even, yeah, I was I may have misunderstanding what it was going to be, but even when you describe it that way, I'm even less interested. Yeah. So what it sounds like is so I was uh, <laughs> listening to a different podcast where people actually got to play the game. Yeah. And uh, they were saying that it was really expensive to shoot all of that video. <laughs> one, <laughs> because they basically had to spend like. A whole day of shooting for each song that they put in the game. Oh my god! So then, because you have to like get the band to play, or get get the audience reaction stuff for good playing, and get the audience reaction stuff for bad playing, they mocapped the camera rig so that they could have like consistent playback of what the first player camera does. Uh, so that it would do the like looking back at the band and then looking back at the audience and that kind of stuff to get reactions. And they had to do all of that stuff twice. So it was basically like a whole day of shooting for one song. And who knows how many songs they actually have in that game. Twelve. But uh, <laughs> yeah, right. But But then the Guitar Hero TV thing is they just play the music video for the song and you watch it like how MTV was like so a channel will play and you start you say i'm going to i'm going to join channel 1 and it'll be playing a set list of songs of music videos and then you jump in and you start playing to whatever randomly selected song comes up on the channel yeah and then you can compete in like leaderboards and stuff like that so you can like join in on a song and and are are people watching you play? Like, I don't think I don't think so. I think everybody's just everybody who's playing on that channel at the time is playing that song. 
Oh. So if I so like if if my favorite song is Smoke on the Water uh-huh. and I want to play that song uh-huh. in this system, right. I have to wait for Smoke on the Water to come on TV. Yeah. That is stupid. Unless it's one of the built-in songs. Well, that what well, well, I feel like they're that, that's no. That's still not that still doesn't work right. because it's, it I, doesn't sound I don't want to I don't want to play Pandora Station. No, yeah. I don't want to do that. Right. Like, it doesn't sound... So, there were some people at work who were like, oh, okay, that sounds like what I would want to do, is just have some kind of random selection thing that comes on, so I could, like, just join in, play that for a few minutes, and then stop. And I'm like, okay. So, that's the one person. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe but someone like, wants that. Like, like, none of that stuff sounds like what I want. And it's just guitar. Yeah. It's just... And it's just lead guitar, right? And I don't even know if you can play two-player on the same console, right? Yeah. Which I would imagine is just like head-to-head. So that, that just sounds really... It just sounds really, like a step back in a lot of ways from what the experience was. It just seems really lonely when you describe it that way. Yeah. What's the, I, I feel like that kind of defeats it because I think one of the charms of Rock Band and Guitar Hero, especially towards the end, was... This is a thing that you have a party, and you have your party mode. You can turn on, and music just plays, but then people can just drop in and play an instrument and mm-hmm. just have fun with one another. And it sounds like they haven't forgotten that with, with Rock Band 4. Right. Because they're going out and saying, it's like, yeah, all that, all those instruments you already own, we're gonna, you can use that. We're going to try to get those to work. We're gonna That's make, what they're we're saying. We're going to see if we can get those to work so you don't have to buy this, the new instruments. They're saying all the instruments are coming back for this one with the exception of the keytar. Yeah. Oh, or, they, or, the, or the piano, I forget which. It's one of the two. It's the same thing. Yeah, they are the same thing. Can't, but so, they're they're also trying to get it to where the DLC that you've already purchased. That's can, that's yeah, what I want yeah, because they, I want like the five thousand dollars I spent on songs. But to transfer yeah, over. the trouble is, I mean, that's not entirely up to them. Well, it, I mean, it's, it's some. I think they're trying to figure it out, but it, I think it is somewhat up to is it harmonics that makes rock band. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think they might have a say in it, but. Because you know they can they can work in certain compatibility reads or check PSN purchases and it's managed by them. They might be able to do that. They don't necessarily have the license though. Yeah, they have to yeah. reestablish with all of those artists and all of the record labels. Like, right? Remember when we sold this to you as a platform? Yeah, Rock Band Four is still part of that platform. The DLC should be moved over for that as well. They don't have to repurchase yeah. that. I assume that they're having those conversations, but uh, oh, that they're that they're even saying they're trying to do that, right? That that just that just seems so much more ingenuous, not disingenuous, but ingenuous. The, the good version of ingenuity, and it it, it it I don't know. It just it just it seems like they're they understand and value the commitment and the investment that the players have already put into their franchise. Yeah. Guitar Hero, I'm not seeing that with this one. No, I it's mean... Not, it, I'm not getting a lot of negative negative love out of it. I'm not, you know, there's not a lot of like player hate coming out of Guitar Hero, don't misunderstand. It just seems like Rock Band is just much more... They're, they're seeing a lot more love towards the players than yeah. Rock and then Guitar Hero is. And maybe Guitar Hero... It, but maybe that's for the best, because, you know, last last time around, what you ended up with was two games that were trying to solve the same problems in very similar ways. And to some extent it split the audience 
Yeah. Because I knew some people who were like, oh, yeah, I play all the rock, all the Guitar Hero stuff. And I'm like, well, but I've got all this stuff on Rock Band because it's a much better platform for DLC and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, I, I have I have all the Guitar Hero. All of it, basically. Yeah. Uh, all the way mean, up through that, Wars of That rock. was one of the problems that I had was that there was like, they started doing the annual release thing. Yeah. Where each year was a new disc release and it didn't necessarily work backwards with the previous year's music and i think the problem was with both companies releasing alternately slash simultaneously almost i think they just both oversaturated the market and we just got kind of sick of it i mean rock band did the same thing there was like a green day rock band and a beatles rock band and a lego rock band and there was like i don't know seven hundred thousand guitar hero versions and i have the lego rock band and it was just like, uh, shut up. I don't care anymore. And it just kind of. Well, was... and some of that, like, I don't understand the Lego thing, but the Beatles thing, I think, was probably an issue with licensing with the Beatles. Probably. Because it's well, the same deal with ACDC, how they had to release a disc like, based all... DLC for ACDC, because that was part of their agreement. Yeah, yeah it's because ACDC is insane with... and doesn't understand how technology works They're like no you can only release our music on a disc and it has to be like an album kind of thing and it has to be this live show recording that we did you can't be like yeah. the studio masters or something and yeah well i think also, i think bizarre. also with some of it though i mean the acdc thing notwithstanding i think i even have that one but uh the uh the beatles one I mean, that, that was a marketing opportunity with that. And I think that was at least part of it. I was yeah. like, hey, this is a big enough deal that it's worth us selling a new product. So, I mean, I think that's part of it, too. Yeah. Whereas the Guitar Hero stuff, it was just... It just felt like because they had to. Yeah. Like, by Activision mandate, they had to release a new one each year. Yeah, that was... You could tell that... It was just wearing thin on the people making it because then they started doing the weird stuff like now you have to fight Satan on guitar, you know. Well, you did, you did play Devil Goes Out, goes Down to Georgia with that one. Yeah, just like the weird like versus mode where you get the power ups and stuff was just kind of like yeah, this is not. Yeah, they were trying too hard. I think is what it was. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm kind of I am excited about it, but. I'm probably not going to look... I mean, I, I just wish that whatever enhancements they make to the guitar... I I know they're they're trying for backwards compatibility with the Rock Band, but it's like, I kind of like the way the, the Guitar Hero guitar looks now. And I think the six buttons is going to be a lot better, the way they've got that set up. But I just have no, I'm more excited about Rock Band. I have no interest in learning how to play that guitar. Yeah. It might... Be better from a guitar playing standpoint, you know. Like, cause... oh, I don't care if it teaches me how to play. No, guitar, no, no. It's right? not going to teach you how to play guitar. But like, as far as holding the guitar and how it feels, it might be better. Yeah. Than the arc, like the clearly arcadey feel of the original Guitar Hero stuff. Yeah. But I don't. I don't care to learn that. Again, yeah, that, like, the orange, I don't, the I don't really care button. about learning another fake guitar. Yeah, well, the like orange button hurts to to try to play long songs for me. 
I uh, it's so like getting down there is difficult. I, I'll tell you what I want in my my next guitar hero or rock band guitar, and that is crazy LED lights all over the guitar, and like as your super meter builds up, you see a light go do 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 down the guitar. And then when you set it off, and then there's just lights flashing like crazy. And, you and got, it shoots confetti out. Yeah, you got crazy lights, yes. And it, like, why not? It just goes all disco. And you, have to re- you have to reload it. Every, and you're like all like glowing crazy guitar lights. You could probably do that. That's Rock Band 4. You want a light bright? Yep. On your guitar? Yeah. We could do that. You don't, you don't, we don't, they don't even need to make that. We could make that. Patent pending. Patent pending the crazy light up guitar. Yeah. We'll sell on Etsy. <laughs> Etsy. And then the same thing with the drums. Just boom, boom, boom. Every time you hit the drums when you're in power mode, it's just a light. Glitter falls out of the bottom. And just... <laughs> you always want to play at your friend's house. And the, the drums <laughs> will have some kind of like... Whenever you sit down in front of the drums, it'll have some kind of epilepsy waiver that you have to sign as you start it. And it goes. <laughs> well, even people around you have to sign the epilepsy waiver. <laughs> yes. You, parents walk walk in and it's like, oh god, have y'all been playing guitar here over here? There's <laughs> glitter everywhere. <laughs> yes. Oh. I'm so glad you don't make peripherals. <laughs> Are you? Yes. Are you sure you wouldn't love the flashy guitar drums? He doesn't make peripherals yet. <laughs> It's a spinoff business. Mm. Still in beta peripherals. Nope. And they'll also have a peripheral f- uh, fan that you can plug in, and it'll be like a you know, it's just a dude over here that will that will dance and cheer or boo when you're. Doing the the peripheral is a he, he dude found, you plug he, in. Yeah, it's just a mannequin. That... It's just a mannequin that you set up over oh, in the corner. Oh, okay, it's yeah. a mannequin. It, it comes with his own yeah. sign that says not, you suck. It's not yeah. a human being. <laughs> You have to plug in somehow. Rent a hobo. <laughs> it's like Uber, but hobo's like, hey, I need groupies. What does that, this plug actually do? That's actually... Uh, yes, 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 that, was, that was my first thought of what Rock Band Live was, where they, they, they just have all these like hobos? pits of people just trapped in a cage, and whenever you start playing the game, it'll like... It'll like Electric FaceTime you. It gives them like to, a little light like face, turns on and the door opens. Yeah, FaceTimes you to this crowd and then they, they like have to like cheer along or boo as you're playing. And, the better you no. play, like, and if they cheer, if they don't cheer, well, the they better don't you get, play, you the more food. food that they'll get. Yeah. And then that's why they cheer and stuff. Like, yeah, please, please help us. It's probably just actually, they just, they're probably actually just screaming for help anyway and they just redub them with cheers or boos depending on how you're doing <laughs> so it. It's just stock sound. They just need the faces. Yeah. And then and they look, you know, like some of them, it's like this, he looks really frightened, but maybe I'm just playing that well. And he's, he's terrified just... of how good you are. <laughs> there's a little, they on their side, there's like a little bar, like as you're performing, if you do well, there's like a bar that's filling up that says freedom and if it gets there, uh-huh. then they'll be released. like... <laughs> Oh, but it just never it freaking. never gets there it just never, never it can't yeah. actually like you're there, there and then it comes to the soul and you fuck it up they're like no <laughs> and that front that part at the front where you think it's a mosh pit that's just that's where the food gets dumped into so yeah. people are just like pushing and shoving each other and like trying to kill each other trying to get to that food it's yeah. sweet sweet food pellets but what they don't tell you <laughs> is that the food is the people that booed? Oh, <laughs> oh. that means there's boo poo. 
boob. <laughs> <laughs> is that after you eat the boob, the boobers, and yes. you poop them out? <laughs> oh, we, well, we crossed that line tonight. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> guitar, guitar hero is people. <laughs> yes. All right. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure Guitar Hero is about eating people. Okay. Or at least encourages it. Uh, but not Rock Band. <laughs> rock Band loves people, <clears throat> but not for food. Mm-mm. Loves people, not eating people. That's uh, that's, That should be their slogan. You hear that, Harmonics? There's your slogan. <laughs> that's a freebie. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get an email from them later from their legal department saying thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> Podcast at siteinveda.com. <laughs> we should have talked about Battlefront while we were talking about Star Wars. I don't know that there's much to say about it yet. They gave a it's, really great intro video. It's pretty. Yeah. And that's it, about all you can say right now. Well, I mean, it looks it looks like a from what they showed us, it looks like a really good animated CG TV series that they could make. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty convinced that the screenshots they released and the videos they released were rendered at like 16K and, and then, then scaled down. down. Yeah, scaled down because nothing looks that good. Nothing. It's just well, nothing yet. Well, some of that was like some of the video was supposedly rendered out on PS4 hardware. What? Well, okay, well, it was definitely a cutscene. It wasn't gameplay footage regardless. No, none of it was, like, a, like somebody playing the game. It was. Yeah. It may be in the engine, but it's not somebody playing the game. Yeah, and, and, and DICE has done that a couple times with, like, its Frostbite engine, where they'll show, like, in-engine footage, but it's a cutscene. Yeah. And you can, I mean, I, I don't want to, like, devalue the, the visuals of it, but... You know, if if you if you know what you're doing, you can make. I mean, their TV shows are made in Unreal Engine three. You can do things like that. It's not. It's are you not talking difficult. about Red versus Blue? No, no. There was a. I want to say that kid show Lazy Town. Its 3D backgrounds were actually rendered in Unreal. I don't know. That show is horrifying. It doesn't have to be good. What's Lazy Town? I. It's like somebody did acid and then did a show about. Yeah, you ever hear that song? Child. It's it's a piece of cake to bake a cake. No. Or do what you want to because a pirate is free. <laughs> what? What? Those are the two songs I know from it. Like, no, I'm not going to sing it for you. At least not on a podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> not a, not sometime when other not when there's microphones nearby. <laughs> you bring it up. Well, I have to look it up. Yeah, piece of it's a piece of cake to bake a cake. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, you've seen it. No, this, oh. no, I, I haven't seen the show. <laughs> I've Neither seen, have I. I've seen images of this, the awful like, the pink, pink monster lady. Yeah, the pink monster girl and the guy who looks like a cross between like a pilot and a bodybuilder, and then there's the awful. Um, he looks like a villain, but he looks like the guy from that. Blur music video 
where they were dressed up as the plastic cowboys. You remember that? Oh, he. I always thought he was like a mixture of Nicolas Cage and Flabber from Big Bad Beetleborgs. I don't know what Flabber is. <laughs> oh, God. And everybody, everybody else is just like some kind of horrid puppet monster. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. Jeez. It's like some terrifying children's show. Like, I don't like it. Yeah. Don't uh, like you don't have all. to. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. But you know your listeners are going to go look it up now. And they're like, anyway, we're, we're not going to count that as a television show. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to defend it. I mean, it's technically a television show. Uh. What do you mean, uh? <laughs> he, he, he's not happy with it. You can't just deny it. Can't... I, I choose to. I choose to deny it. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, all I have to say is, like, yeah, more power to them for putting together a really awesome cinematic, but show me the game. Yeah. And apparently you can play as Darth Vader sometimes. You, you could do that in the other Battlefronts. I never played any other Battlefronts. They were good. I... My answer is, don't show me that game. I want to see another Force Unleashed in that engine. I want Jedi Knight. Give me another first-person Jedi Knight. Which is a lot like Force Unleashed, but uh, I, I, want, I want to revisit Kyle Katarn and all that again. Do you want the FMVs? <laughs> sure. Yeah. With, re- you, with real actors, though. I think you do. <laughs> with the real actors. Well, they got to keep the guy who played Kyle Katarn. You know, he actually would look really good for the part right now, I bet. Unless <laughs> now, he gained like 80 pounds. Now he then. probably is like a grizzled old guy. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Or a Knights of the Old Republic in that engine. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. I heard people yeah. online wishing for that. They want like a KOTOR 3 built like that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'd be happy if. Uh, like CD Projekt Red did KOTOR 3. The the Witcher guys? Yeah, I think that would be impossible. Because doesn't EA have like exclusive Star Wars video game rights now? Do they have exclusivity on it? I thought so. Really? I don't know that. That I... doesn't sound right. Who... Okay, LucasArts is gone? Yes. I feel like Disney has some game department where they would be able to make a Star Wars game. They have some game department, but I think they just make Disney Infinity. Well, I want to say, yeah, see, that's... But if Star Wars appears in the next Disney Infinity, then we'll definitely know. Know what? That that EA doesn't have all of it. Also, Star Wars will be in the next uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts. Well, I mean... I sure hope so. I mean... But... When, when I say exclusive, I mean as granted by Disney. Not that they got that from Lucas. Yeah. No, Disney was like, okay, we have <laughs> shut down LucasArts. EA now makes Star Wars games. Uh, I thought that they, I thought that they were just farming it out to sp- individual studios as they went. I haven't. I, I, I mean, you may know better than I do, but I, I hadn't heard that EA had. Soul rights. I don't know. That was a while ago that I read that. So. Huh. But I, I also say, haven't heard of any other Star Wars games being made outside of the Old Republic. Tiny Death Star was not made by them. Yeah, and I think all, all the Lego Star? Star Wars games 
It's like Tiny Tower. I don't know. It's this weird building Little management bit. thing. Yeah. Little bit? Like Nibble bit? Mm-hmm. Something like that. They made a game called Tiny Tower, and then they made a Star Wars version. Yeah, and I want to say Wars. all the Lego Star Wars games are made by Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, but all of those were made before the sale. Yeah, but you know they're going to be making the new ones. Well, now I'm interested to see if Disney, not Disney, if Lego Dimensions includes Star Wars stuff. That would be yeah, interesting. I'm totally, it also like, I feel like the video game aisles in retail stores are going to eventually be a quarter of an aisle of actual video games. And then the other 17 aisles are all going to be like collectible figure, figures, collectible figures for physical DLC. Yes, for the other games, because I went to a Toys R Us uh, like last month and they had, here's this tiny section of video games, and then here is three and a half aisles of Disney Infinity and Skylanders toys. I feel like Sky. I mean, I don't know. I haven't heard anything as much about Skylanders anymore. I mean, I know they, they're still releasing them, and I... I they're they st- are still forever everywhere. They're it's... still, like, hugely successful, I'm sure, too, yeah. but I hear a whole lot less about it now. I hear about Amiibo and and Disney Infinity, basically, only, just in, in my day-to-day, but, I, you know, they still have a huge... Set. Basically, I hate walking by the, the uh, Skylanders display at Target, though, because... Well- and and like the, the Legos thing, and there's more. I mean, seriously, there's more of these like video game add-on toys than they had actual action figures or video games. Yeah. Like it was more that stuff than it was these other things. It was well, just. Well, I was gonna say it was, it was like I hate, I hate walking by the Skylanders display at Target because they have this motion activated thing. So whenever I'm, I'm walking through the game section, there's this. They're doing this like I think Trappers is the current one. You walk by the display that they have for the uh, for the game, and, and it shoots an ad at you. It go, huh? What? And it shoots an ad at you. <laughs> I wish trapped. No, no, ah! no the, it, it yells at you. Go kneel before chaos. Push the power button every time I walk by it. Like I'm walking. Like uh-huh. I, I, I have all of the Disney Infinity stuff uh, just because we collect it. And every, t- every time I go to a Target to go look at the Disney Infinity thing, I walk by this thing and I hear kneel before chaos. Push it! Push it! And it's this stupid motion-activated display, and I'm like, God, I hate you. I don't even want to look at the the toys anymore. <laughs> That's got to be hurting their sales, because I'm sure parents are like, oh, God, not this shit again. <laughs> but then the children, like, come run up and kneel before chaos, and now they <laughs> have to get something. Have you ever seen children kneel before chaos? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what does that look like? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. You got me. I've never. I I haven't been. How does one chaotically kneel? Or, no, you kneel before chaos. Oh, so you kneel and, and then, then you just chaos. go crazy. Okay. Yeah. I've definitely seen kids do that. Yeah. <laughs> Their Adderall wears off. Yeah, I haven't been to a toy aisle in a long time. 
So I, I, I have not seen any of these things that you're talking about. <laughs> well, obviously you well, don't, just, you don't collect aisle. figures or date someone who does. This so is this is the vi- this is the video situation. game section of Target. Yeah, there. That's the I thing. I don't go there. The video game. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it is a silly place. <laughs> well, I, I buy well, if I, I think, can. I buy everything from. If think, I'm going to buy a physical thing, I buy it from like GameStop now. I think the point is that he goes through. He he just uses Amazon for all of his acquisitions. That's yeah, fair. Much. I mean, uh, I, if it's going to be the same price on Amazon, I, I I'll go to the physical brick and mortar. I go to one one single GameStop because I like the manager there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, and other than that, I'll buy off of like Amazon or. Whoever has the cheapest. I have to go every time we go to a Target or Walmart. I have to go to the Transformers aisle now. Hmm. So there you are. Yeah, but the Transformers aisle is getting kind of sad. I well, okay, but the whole Combiner Wars is happening now. So you, I feel like you are, should are be they, excited are these new? about that. Are they, yes. I haven't seen these yet. Yes, this is the new Transformer series. So now we're going to go talk on something about that Jesse has no interest in. Uh, there's I the like com- Transformers. Oh, well, fine. He, he hasn't burst into flames after entering my house. Yeah. He, he, he likes Transformers. He, he right. likes them. He, he doesn't hate them, but he doesn't collect them. Or <laughs> He walks into the house. He's like, not, I feel li- really you itchy. With, you don't live with someone who collects them, so you don't have to know everything about them now. I don't, I don't have to cope with somebody with Transformers, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so this is what I've seen. Like the, Yeah, they're doing combined work. So they're making, they're doing a whole series. Like they're bringing back like the Stunticons and the Aerial okay. Bots and the Constructicons. And there's an Optimus Prime that's part of a combiner. Okay. And I think part of it too is that like, they're all sort of interchangeable, so you can... Do they have any farm-related ones so you can have Combine Combiner? Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's, a, there's a new Transformer, Corn Rose. <laughs> <laughs> if, you were, if you didn't think Blaster was racist enough, it's Corn Rose. <laughs> Blaster yes. wasn't the problem. It was... It was those two transform two guys the, in oh, Bayformers too. Yes, the yeah. buck tooth ones. They couldn't read the yes. ghetto bots. The illiterate, yeah, the, ghetto bots. the illiterate robots. Yeah, but yes. So I think the the idea too is that like you can use opt like you could replace whoever the center uh, okay uh, guys in the aerial bots and replace them with Optimus Prime and the arms and stuff can go and so Optimus can be like the center of. Uh, I will go look at these, that. but I get. I mean, I'll take your word for it because I know Robbie is way more into the toys than I am. Like, yes. I'm basically only really interested in the masterpiece edition of toys. But so anyway, if, if he, if he, if he, and you we've think already those are got good, two of them. Two or okay, three. so yes, well, that's, that's about Wars, com- and so yeah, because last time I looked, it was was back when last time I really looked, I should say, it's back when they had the uh, Age of Extinction toys out, and they have like these toys that's like. You push a button and it transforms, or it's a one-step transformer. Yeah. So you fold it in half and it's something they're else. Just, they're all terrible. Yeah, they're all like one and step, or they have like the some... fewest pieces of plastic possible. Yeah, they're they're really terrible. They're really terrible. But it's like a McDonald's toy. Yes, yeah. it was like a really big McDonald's toy. That's but... actually really accurate. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, yeah, these are the ones he's excited about. Probably cause... came coated in like French fry grease. <clears throat> Didn't they have one? Uh, I think it was from McDonald's where you could like pull it back or something and it would like as the car and as it like went forward it would like hit some kind of thing and then like flip out those were 
into a robot. Those were the yeah. jump starters, and they weren't McDonald's toys. They were actual toys. And we have, we had some of those. Oh, I think we? I think McDonald's yeah. had something like that, but I know I know what you're talking. About. I had one of those too, and that was back when toys were you know good. good? Yeah, because yeah. hell, uh, McDonald's used to have really cool toys. Mm-hmm. Now you're lucky to get like it's a, a box, a, a book what? of stickers. Yeah, it's now, made out of cardboard. They and did. Box. They did make Transformers that looked like the McDonald's foods. So There's like Frybot and yeah. one that was the chicken nuggets thing, and it returned. And they all turned into robots. And stuff. I remember those. Yeah, those I remember Coke. we had like one that was a Happy Meal and one that was a French fry. And yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. those. And I remember yeah. again back when McDonald's toys were cool. We I had, remember when they had like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. We had like the Muppet Babies toys. And I've been Burger King actually. You mean the stuffed animals? The no, there was like the Muppet Babies toys. Oh, and they right. all came like it was like you'd have like a Gonzo or a Fozzie and a Kermit, and they would come with a vehicles. So, like Kermit was a knight, and so he was like riding like the little horse with the wheels, and and Miss Piggy had her pink car. But they were all positions that you could, if you had all of them, you could switch them so they could all ride any of the vehicles. Yeah, I remember that. And they also used to change. They also used to do decorations around the Happy Meal box, so that you could like cut it out and like make it into a little like background to play with the toys in front of. And uh, the Muppet Babies ones had like still come in cardboard box style things. I don't even know. Or do they just come in paper bags now? I don't know. I think there was a lot of backlash about. The all like McDonald's being marketed towards children, so. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't know. As but, if uh, to it's say, only bad if you eat it every day, right? And it's only bad if you're a parent who has no like discipline or self control, right? Like uh. marketing towards children, <laughs> like really, you can't. I mean, how does the adult not the one making decisions in that situation? Yeah, yeah market like, everything is marketed like, towards kids. Let sure let the kid say he wants it. That doesn't make him fat, saying he wants right. Also, as a parent, you have control over all media access that your child has, presumably. It's <laughs> so. true. It's true. It is now possible for a child to, to like go through their formative years without ever seeing a commercial. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Well, I think... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't defend McDonald's. It's okay. You don't No, have it's to. like, I'm not going to defend McDonald's. It's... I. I was more They're not listening anyway. Going to have an attack on people. On people. <laughs> just because just uh, there's so Let's many... Let's alienate so all many... viewers right now. Let's just attack people. There we go. <laughs> there's so many things like that where, where they, would rather, they would rather say that uh, a piece of media that they've consumed has like more or less brainwashed them into consuming or performing an action than actually admit that they don't have any kind of like self-control or something, you know? Well, I mean, I've, I've played a lot of duck hunt and to this day, I still haven't gone hunting, but how many dogs have you shot? We don't talk about that. (laughs) That's true. Duck hunt really just makes you want to shoot dogs. And <laughs> I did shoot, I shot that dog. 
Um, Everybody did. And it never, he never cared. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, just laughed at you. And yeah, I, I, you're, you're hitting on the larger topic of what do video games do to people? Like, how, how, like I, I played Cooking Mama and I still burn my toast. <laughs> so I'm clearly not absorbing anything from those games. <laughs> I am a master carpenter in Elder Scrolls and I have no interest in forming wood into tools. You've made so many chairs. You don't have carpenteria? No, I definitely don't. Carpenter. <laughs> yeah. I played Dance's Revolution and Guitar Hero. I can't dance and Oh, that's not even talk about my guitar skills. I can kind of play drums. Yeah, that okay, that's 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 fair. You, that could teach you how to play drums because I mean the 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 thing about that though is like the base mechanics of you playing the guitar or the rock band drums those are the same. Like the same coordination yeah. and and rhythm that you need. It's the same. Well, I mean, if you if you, if you <laughs> yeah, I mean, up... I could totally play drums for like Def Leppard if they would have like if they would just put up the scrolling like buttons and things. <laughs> I would totally do it. Like yeah, like just give me paint okay. the drum red. I need this. I need to know which one is the red drum and and project the scrolly thing, and I will go play for you, Def Leppard. Oh, that's actually true. You can learn how to play drums and maybe how. To... No, no, you can only learn how to play drums. I almost said I almost said you can sing, but. No. No. <laughs> no. No, that's definitely not true cuz you can you can sing like this into the microphone. And then like still get a perfect score. Yeah, I, I love how you pantomime holding a mic when there's literally a mic in there's front of you. There's literally a microphone in front of you. Yeah, but it's not like in a stand when I'm playing. I have to hold it when I'm playing. I didn't I don't own a mic stand. There's one in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> also, what were you singing? <laughs> I wasn't going to address matter. that. One. It doesn't matter because you don't have to say words. You just go. What's this melody? Yeah. What is this song? I don't know. I'm just doing terrible sounds. It's his rendition of all that bass. Oh man. Sure, it's more than a feeling. I don't know. More than a feeling. <laughs> Perfect score. <laughs> so you accidentally activate uh, uh, star power. <laughs> we did find out that with the the songs that like the Rage Against the Machine songs, since it's mostly like not matching pitch it's just matching the rhythm you could just set the mic next to the speaker and it would play itself oh brilliant wouldn't that but cause it, like feedback though because doesn't it output what you're singing kind of no not when we do it because we don't oh. want to hear our terrible singing yeah all right then but uh yeah the only problem was you couldn't activate the the star power Right. Or you'd have to like, you have to be playing something else and then lean over and go, ah, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was the best part about like singing when you're playing the rock band because to activate star power you have to go like, ah! or something to like finally get it to go off because they couldn't just put a button on the microphone. How were you supposed to do it? Ah! <laughs> 
That's I all think, I know. Is you have to yell into it somehow. I, I think in some of those places, <laughs> some of those places on on some of the songs where where the singer actually did go like yeah or something like that. And so if you do, if you Shimon. yeah, if you say like Shimon, <laughs> if you do, that only works on Michael Jackson songs. Yeah. yeah. I know that like when I was playing uh the the older one with uh that freak on a leash you, you, the corn song uh-huh. you go through the songs and when at some point you, there's like this part where there's no really nice way to say he basically breaks down and starts like like doing scat into the microphone oh right when he's like yeah i can we all did that huh that's going to be a fun part <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to download it and play it backwards and be like, oh, that's what they said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good recipe for lentil soup. <laughs> uh, that never activated star power for me. Well, Dude. because those were the words. I was so angry about it. Uh, I was yelling it into the mic. Did you try? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it next time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try the lemons technique. There's a certain waveform you just have to... <laughs> It'll take me a few times to, to master. I like that he's like still is still pantomiming holding the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we. <laughs> like neither of us are doing it. It's just him. He's the only one holding. I I, I didn't even holding have the a fake mic. microphone. I have, I have the lapel mic and I'm not doing it. Huh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, part of it was to like the pantomiming is important because it has to also <laughs> indicates the proximity that you had because you basically just have to put the microphone to like where you're almost swallowing it, but not like it's like uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't had that problem yet. Well, that's why you can't activate the star power. Uh, you're right. You're Actually, yeah. Eating it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not eating the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and we do have this one thing on here that's like actually kind of real news. What's really? That? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that EFF um, game preservation thing. Oh, that. that. Yeah. I don't understand. I I don't understand why they don't want... Okay, so what I... what I Correct me on this if I'm wrong. My understanding is the EFF... Is it the Electronics Frontier Foundation? Is that... No, it's it's some games group that doesn't want games to be preserved in museums is that what we're talking about no they want games to be preserved right they do but some other the esa the electronic something assholes don't want games to be quote-unquote hacked to be continued to play like to be able to continue to play them in some kind of so basically anything like roms or private servers right things where you could play a product that is no longer for sale and something like the hardware is defunct 
or the service infrastructure that is needed to play mm-hmm. the game has been shut down. Like they don't want anybody being able to play those things on some kind of non-sanctioned uh, system. So I have two thoughts on this. First is emulation or the act of writing an emulator itself, as I understand, is not illegal. So taking the unadulterated information of the ROM off of like taking digital copies something you own, that's un- that's un- as far- as I understand that falls under fair use. You're not actually hacking the ROM. You're you're writing a new interface for it to go into. Nothing is so changed with the ROM. The emulator is illegal. They're saying the ROM is illegal because that is copyrighted content. If they well, if it's anything like what what the internet has operated on, what they understand the law is up to this point, um, as long as they have an actual copy of the game somewhere and back, and that's what they're using. <laughs> I mean, if, they, if you have one copy of your game to one copy of your ROM, there's not a problem, I thought. I think that was something... I think something like that has been done for, like, making DVD backups. Yeah, fair use. So, I think... But I think that is specifically different than, say, if they were to stop supporting EverQuest forever uh-huh. and someone created an... Someone who owned a copy of the game EverQuest, right. then created a server to run the game so that they could play their legally owned copy of EverQuest and connect it to a different server. Yeah, in the context of an MMO, I can understand that. So, like, I can see... I could see how, like, Star Wars Galaxies having... If you have to hack the game to run on your custom server, I can see... I, I can sort of see the argument. But if you want to play Chrono Trigger on an... That's... A literal information jump dump that's a that's effectively a digital copy that, that I would argue is fair use. That's that's stupid. Don't e- don't even let's not even have that conversation. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to say is I don't understand this idea that like let's say you can't play a game or because I don't have let's say I have a Tandy game but I don't have a Tandy anymore My, or all the Tandys are dead. Tandy computers. Tandy uh, side. Huh. Yes. <laughs> uh. Let's say that that's happened. If everything that I do that I post on Facebook is there forever, I think everything that another content creator does should be out there forever. And in that capacity, is like if a game if a if a game is not compatible with anything out there, you it doesn't it it's not entitled to disappear into the ether any more than. Some you know embarrassing photos I post on Facebook are. My, so my, it, it should be available. My question is like, what are they losing? Like, is this just a fight because they have to be crazy copyright nuts and protect everything? Like, in the way that, like, the NRA has to fight a no guns for baby shooting law because it in some way at all remotely promotes gun control, kind of thing. Like. Nobody wants babies to be shot in the face, but the NRA will fight a, an anti-baby shooting law because it we'll somehow control for your right because to it do somehow it. <laughs> because it somehow will set a precedent of gun control, and like there is no way like for an unsupported, unsold game, there's no way for any money or anything to be lost at all ever. Be for you know from this end. But they're just fighting it just because they feel like they have to fight anything that will 
ever make it feel like somebody's getting something for free, even if it's something that they could never make money off of now because they don't sell it. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that that's an incredibly optimistic view of what's happening. I, 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 would, I wouldn't be surprised if it was whatever law, law firm that represents this group just says, well, we have this retainer, and it, we have, you know, at the end of the fiscal year, we have to use it or it, has to go, or it goes back. So let's, uh, let's, uh, let's go through our retainer. I mean, this is, I feel like this whole, this sounds so stupid to me that I hope it's what you're saying as opposed to someone has money that they have to spend, so why not fight this stupid thing? So I, the only problem I have is in a situation where it is like um, a museum or some kind of pervez, per, uh, preservation society that wants to display these games to the public as like exhibits. Yeah. But um, I think it's, um, I think it's short sighted to think that games on that were once sold on hardware that is no longer relevant will never be sold again. Well, that's that's a hundred. That's a thousand percent true I, because we have the uh, uh, the Nintendo e store. We have uh, and, all of all of the new digital releases of old games are constantly happening. Like, how many times have we played Mario sixty four at this point? Yeah, and I'm not talking about. Th- I don't. I that to me is totally different than saying we've shut down this mul- massive multiplayer server mm-hmm. and you can never play this game again because we're not going to host that server again. I that seems way less likely that that's going to pop up and be reproduced. Like if World of Warcraft is yeah. shut down, I don't think it's going to suddenly just come back. Well, yeah. So like yeah. nobody's going to bring back the Matrix Online, right? Right. And that's the stuff that I think so, that they're talking about in this particular case. Is that right? Kind of stuff. Right. If that, but if, at yeah. the same time, you. You may think it's absurd that people would fight anybody trying to run like a private server of that thing because you think, well, they're sure they're never going to make money off that. Yeah. But if you, if as a company you don't litigate copyright infringement, You have to becomes easier for people. To so it's the baby people. shooting argument. If you, well, well, except they, that, that they your, have to fight everything because, because, I mean, the thing that, about but... your comparison is that it's completely wrong. Um, <laughs> How it, is it completely wrong? Because okay. they have to fight any anything that might be considered well, as copyright infringement, just the way that the no, NRA fights no, anything that might be considered. No, see, here's a, here's the difference is with. Defending the copyright on the Matrix Online. We'll use that as an example. Uh, if someone's going around, you know, basically violating the copyright, if you don't defend it, specifically that copyright, you can lose the rights to that copyright. It becomes much harder to defend in the future. Whereas with the baby shooting argument, I don't think anyone. I don't think any, anyone's going to want to do that. 
uh, uh, use that, like, well, I can shoot babies now, and use that as the argument for, well, I can shoot dentists now. No, no, no. no. That's, no. What that's I'm a, saying that's a, is, that's a, that's a, there's saying a difference there. We, I'm saying it's more like, I, I'm not talking about legalizing baby shooting. I'm talking about making it illegal I'm just using your example, to use man. guns to shoot babies, and the NRA will fight that law because it has indirectly has gun control mentioned in the law. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think it, I don't, I think it has to do with a, I don't know, I want to say but it's again, a, why, I want to say it's a case-by-case basis, but, but actually again, it's why not, do you, why the do you more have I think to, about it. Why do you have to defend a copyright for something that you're, but the point is just like, defend a copyright for something that they're not going to they may not, no, worry see, that, about it. That's like, the why thing. do you need to defend that copyright? Because now? you may care about it one day. That's really it. It's like you when, have in a in a in a in a in a business like video games, where like ninety nine percent of what you own is the idea of something. It's just intellectual property. If you don't protect that, and you lose it, or you have, or you make it harder for yourself to defend it, then then you're losing everything. But yeah. why are you defending something that's not going to make you money anymore, ever? You don't know that. Because now it's just costing... All it's doing now is costing you money to defend See, that, that's my that's my point. Is well, and it, and it may not know. just be like... it. It. It's true that, that... I'd have to look at what the actual copyright law says. And I'm not a lawyer, and I don't have time to actually like look at all of that stuff. But... So like in so let's just take the Matrix Online, right? So say Warner Brothers or something is fighting somebody is has started some kind of litigation against somebody who started a private server for the Matrix Online, right? They may never intend to make the mate that that iteration of the Matrix Online again, but the whatever intellectual property license that they have for that may cover that as like a franchise or something like it may be bigger than just like the the property rights for that may be bigger than just the matrix online that one thing that they released that one time right so it's like if somebody makes if somebody owns the ip for um the adventures of of little koala yeah Let's say the adventures of Little Koala. They make one game. They release it and it's a flop. And then somebody is like, I'm going to start releasing like uh, a private server to play the adventures of Little Koala. Right. And you're like, oh man, that's really going to get in the way of us making a sequel to the adventures of Little Koala. You know, it's not the same game. But I, I mean, I think as like a property holder, you still have you have like a sunk cost and there's still a value of that thing to you just like as an asset you know you can sell that later like if you if you're liquidating your company you can sell that asset later to to people you know it's like THQ and TH2 collapsed and they sold everything like people bought up homeworld people bought, and and nobody had done anything with homeworld in years and they bought it yeah, you know, and then re-released it. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think what Jesse's saying is very accurate because it's like you you wouldn't expect. Like right now, it seems unfathomable, 
unfathomable that popples are going to come back. Popples are going to come back. And just watch, just next year, now that I mentioned it, some lawyer's like, hey, I know the guys who own that. Let's go talk to them, make sure they still have the copyright for it. And then, you know, two, three years from now, whatever, whatever the, like the, the charred remains are fans who enjoy the Smurfs movies, they're going to come back and say, hey, you know what? Popples! Right? And there's going to be a movie. And so he, they'll make uh, like a CG, like 3D animated popple with live action people interacting with the popples. Yeah. It'll be awful. Yeah. And uh, John so Lizama will be a popple. So, so then, the <laughs> po- okay. So then, the point comes down to why not just give permission to these people to do it? Then you don't have to yeah, fight so it. That's but, the, but you the, have to charge money for it. You have to. You can't just give someone permission to do it. Why not? You can charge them zero dollars. Why do you have to? Well, it's like. Uh, uh, why do you have to charge money for something? It sets precedence. What? What? That makes no sense. I could. Well, so I don't. For something like an academic or something purpose, like I could see if you donate the rights to the museum, of... you just write that off. You don't have to sell them anything. Well, you still have to assign a value to it to write it off. Then that's fine. Yeah, but see, that, that's my point, though. If 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 they make if they call it as a charitable donation, they can say this has a what we are giving you today has a value of two hundred thousand dollars, and then whenever someone else says, "Hey, I want to make this thing," they can't go to like. Uh, I don't know if you can even do this, but I, I humor me on this thought experiment. Instead of going to people who own uh, the actual, like the Matrix Online, they can go to the museum and say, "Hey, can you give us your rights to this thing?" And because you have to be, you have to be very specific about it. It's like, is it, is it a transferable right and things like that? And if they say sure or whatever, we paid zero dollars for it, but there still has to be like this two hundred thousand dollar number to it or whatever. I mean that that it, it comes. I think it comes down to yes, it makes way more sense the way you're saying it. I don't think I have any actual disagreement with what you're saying. I, I think that there's just some stupid, stupid, arcane and convoluted uh, laws and system of uh, precedences that basically force this sort of behavior. Well, the yeah. copyright law is stupid and patent law is stupid. Yes. Yeah, those are both true. I don't actually... <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think the problem is, like, neither of those um, are, and, are good for things like software. No, and, and, absolutely not. And also the argument that they present and why they won't let people use stuff they own is still also a dumb argument. Like, just that it's hacking or whatever. Like, yeah. who cares? Like, why is well, hacking I, illegal? I think that's also a problem with the lawyer's understanding of, of what well, people are doing. most of them don't understand it at I, all. Because you're some... probably looking at these, like, 50, 60-year-old men who study yes. law. It just all they know law really I, well. I've sent an email once. But, but yeah, they, yeah, it's like they, they can't format their own How letterhead. do I crush the candies? Blur, old man can't use phone right. I... They're, they're part caveman. <laughs> this, is, this is unfrozen caveman lawyer. Yeah. I just... Unfrozen caveman I lawyer. I there are some... Starring Brandon Fraser. There are definitely some legal... I don't know. Systems in America that just need to be burned to the ground and started over because they just do not work in the modern age. I don't know. I just when there are businesses and corporations that exist, mere, like entirely to own patents and sue other companies that actually produce products because they own 
patents. Like their entire source of income is through litigation over patents. Like that's when you need to burn that system to the ground and start over. Yeah, I think yeah. I don't think anybody no one here outside of maybe like <laughs> patent, patent trolls, patent trolls, or or those lawyer their lawyers will disagree with that. That there's a lot of I think there's just a lot of law in general that needs to go undergo reform due to the internet. Uh, well, that and other technologies. Yeah, and yeah. I think 3D printing see, comes to mind. It's artificially expensive. I mean, the really good stuff is artificially expensive because of patents. What? 3D printing. Oh, yeah. So I, there's just a number of... And you see all the stuff with, like, between Samsung and Apple and and uh, stuff about just, like, how they make their phones look. And, like, Apple's trying to claim they have a patent on, like... Rounded corners. Rounded corners yeah. and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway. I'm pretty sure childproofing companies will beat them to that, or maybe sue Apple. Yeah, but anyway, it, it's 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 all it's all bananas, and yep. The sooner we we can change how that stuff works, the better. But yeah, we should probably we should definitely wrap it up because we've been going a little while. So, um, yeah. I guess uh, that's it for this 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 one. Uh, we we do have an email address. If anybody wants to send us emails, <laughs> I've gotten zero emails. Uh, but I guess this is the, the third time. It's podcast at siteinbeta dot com because uh, I couldn't actually get the still in beta URL. So 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 before before you you cut it off, uh-huh. what sort of emails do you want? Well, uh, I mean, it could be questions. I mean, I guess that's another thing is like we we all are like video game developers. So I thought if anybody had like a, a question about game development or something, we could answer that. Unless you've any... had a good job making games because we all just... We don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we all got our jobs by just winning some kind of fight club contest. Uh, that's how I got in. Uh, I had to kill a guy and then they jumped me in. Um, yeah. But uh, I ate a guy's heart and took his power and his job. Yeah, it's like I mean, but that was kind of the Mega Man sort of route for getting a job in the industry. It works. You you kill them, you eat them, you take their powers and their job. Yeah. So Dread Pirate Roberts actually. <laughs> That's how William got his. Yeah, he's not actually William Lemons. He just killed the previous one. Uh huh. The previous one retired and just. Started calling me William, <laughs> and the rest of our family just just ran with along with it. with it. It's like whatever, that's fine, yeah. close enough. But uh, so those questions, um, questions about uh, maybe I don't know, like who the real king of the '80s is. If you disagree that it's Schwar- Schwarzenegger, I'd be they're they're free to be wrong. Or yeah. also possibly who the queen of the '80s is. Ooh. Oh, that's a tougher one. All right, who do you think the queen of the 80s is? That would be yeah. worthwhile. I'll think about that one. And it's not Madonna. No, it's not. Eh, probably not. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, those kinds of emails. I mean, yeah. So if anybody actually will send us anything. Yep. That'd be good. But that'll do it for this, this episode. Uh, 
And if you're fighting as a superhero for the first time, bring lots of weapons. Bring a bat or a knife. Or and, if you're and, the kind of superhero that kills people, guns. And, and your lawyers. Bring your lawyers with you in case they're copying you. Unless you're, unless you're Daredevil, where you are a lawyer. You, <laughs> I am a lawyer! That's his battle cry. <laughs> <laughs>